Hi everybody, this is Brother Gary with Hands Across the Border Bible Study. We're continuing in Philippians chapter 1. Lord willing, we'll cover verses 21 through 26 this time. And uh, go ahead, grab your Bible. Again, this is the Apostle Paul as he is sitting in jail. And he's writing to the church at Philippi. And uh, let's begin to read verse 21. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Verse 22, but if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not. For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for your furtherance and joy of faith that your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Let's pray, shall we? Lord, we just come to you again in this portion of Scripture. We need your help, and uh, we need to uh, see the true meaning of life, why we should live, and so use this to stir our hearts. Uh, thank you, Lord, for leaving this in your Word, and uh, may your Holy Spirit help us to understand it and apply it today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so we're in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 26. That's all together. And uh, it, the Apostle Paul says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And then he'll explain why. And to live, he's using it literally. This is why I live. To gain. This is why uh, to gain here. What he's saying is this. Paul's stating... For him to live is to live for the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Promised One. He owes his life to Christ. To die is really gaining everything, much more than the world has to offer. Man, that's quite an attitude, isn't it? Man, everything the Apostle Paul did was for Christ. Think about that for a minute. You know, as I'm just reflecting on the last seven days, everything that I did in the last seven days, was it for Christ or was it for me? Think about that. He said, for me to live, it's, it's for the one who saved me. I owe my life to Christ. Is that the way you're living? Let's move on, verse 22. He says, but if I live in the flesh... He says, is the fruit of my labor, yet what I shall choose, I want not. I shall choose. This is what I prefer. I want. I know you don't use that every, every day. Make no. But, but Paul's saying this in verse 22. To remain here alive on this earth, living for the Lord, will be his fruit of his toiling. Yet what he wants personally, he will not make known because he is submissive to the will of God. I mean, I, I just under more conviction. First Paul saying, this is my whole reason I live. And I have an opinion, but I'm not making my opinion known because what I want is what God wants. Is that the way you are? You run around, this is my opinion, this is why, this is all of this. I had to deal with that recently. Someone telling me, well, I believe this, and this is why I'm doing this. They had no Bible answer for it. It was all tradition. And so they were picking tradition over truth. 
Why do you do what you're doing? Is it because you want to? It's all about you? Or is it, I'm living my life for Christ and His will? Wow. Verse 23. He says this, I'm, a, I'm in a strait. I'm, I'm in a place where I, it's compressed. I, I'm in this, like, uh, it's holding it together. I, I'm in this place because I have this desire, this longing. Or verse 20, 23, I'm in a strait here. I, I'm in this, in this compressed place because I have this longing. I want to depart to be with Christ. Why? Because it, it's far better. It's a greater advantage. Paul was, Paul was being torn apart because of his longing to be with Jesus Christ, which is greater than being on earth. That's the way we ought to be. We, we ought to be, man, it's tearing me apart. I want to be with Jesus, but I don't want to do anything against his will. And if that means me staying here, then I'm staying here because my life's for him. Verse 24. Here we are. Nevertheless, nevertheless, to abide, to stay over, to tarry here is needful. It's necessary. Paul is saying, although he's longing for heaven, it is more necessary that he tarry for the time because it will help them. You see, that was God's will for Paul. Paul, it's not your time yet to come to heaven. Be with me. I need you right where you're at. I've placed you there. Do what you got to do. That's what we need to understand. Man, I, I want to go to heaven. I'm sure you do too if you're really saved. And, and we go through hardship in life. But that may be God's will for us. So we can bring Him glory. Verse 25. Verse 25. He says this. And having this confidence, I know that I shall abide and continue with you all for the furtherance and joy of faith. He's confident. He's convinced. Paul, Paul's convinced that he's there for the progress, for what? The joy, the cheerfulness, the faith, the persuasion, the moral conviction, the truthfulness of God. Paul's saying, I'm convinced of this need to help them with their progress, their cheerfulness and their persuasion and moral convictions. I know that's why God has me here. I'm convinced of that. You can't make me doubt that. Verse 26, we're almost done here. Stay with me now. That your rejoicing may be more abundant in Jesus Christ for me by my coming to you again. Verse 26, rejoicing. You boast to glory. More abundant. He's, he, he's using it in such a way as to superabound in excess. You see, Paul's continuing from verse 24 and 25 and why it is needful for him to live. You know why? So that their boasting and glorying may superabound in excess in Jesus Christ by his coming to see them again. See, Paul says, I, I'm not going to tell you what my desire is because I want to be submissive to God's will. So whatever he has for me, that's what I want. And I really long for heaven, but God obviously thinks I need to stay here to help you. See, that's the attitude we need to have. Number one is, I'm living for Christ no matter what. I'm not living for myself anymore. Maybe we need to get on our knees before God and just say, God, forgive me. Help me to quit living for myself. Help me remember all that you've done for me and help me to live for you. 
and then say, you know, Lord, I long to be with you. And I do. I know you do too. But whatever it is that you have for me, that's what I want to do. Because I want to please you with my life and I want to bring you glory. How about you, friend? You want to please him with your life and bring him glory? Maybe begin to ask him today, Lord, help me to live for you. Help the decisions that I make not be what I want, but what you want. You know what? He'll help you to be a blessing to somebody else. See, the problem is, is this. We've become very selfish. It's all about me. It's all about my ministry. It's all about this. What about God? How about making it all about God? Because his ministry is much bigger than the ministry I, I have. But if that ministry is what he wants me to do, then I'll do it with all my heart for him because I love him. How about you? Live for Christ. Do his will. And let him use you to be a blessing to others.